Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello and welcome to Geek History Lesson. I'm Jason, not a symbiote inman. And because <laughs> Spider-Man 2 is ripping up the charts and the internet on PS5, we have a very special person to talk about all things Spider-Man. Uh, you can see his lovely face if you're watching the video, but you can also hear him as the teenage Ben Tennyson and Ben 10. He has been Superman in Legion of Superheroes. He was the prince in ubisoft's prince of persia but you probably know him as a real member of the spider-verse he is the voice of peter parker the voice of spider-man in insomniac games spider-man one and spider-man two which he was actually nominated for best performance at the game awards last year please welcome the spider-man himself Yuri Lowenthal, Yuri, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you, Jason. It's it's been far too long, and uh, we so we might as we might as well get back into it now. We might uh, as well. Al like a also, I cannot confirm from here that you're not you don't have the symbiote. So, oh, that's true. I know you said no, uh, no symbiote, but uh, but then of course they can't tell. Uh, I mean, un un unless I start acting very out of character and and really kind of uh, dark and evil in the, over the course of this interview, or um, or I buy an all black suit and start doing a dance number. That's true. That's true. I, I did it at Comic-Con. I'll do it again. <laughs> uh, probably not. But, um, but yeah. Uh, well, thank you again. I want to say to all listeners, don't worry. We are going to stay away from a bunch of the major spoilers of Spider-Man yes. 2. We know yeah, it's know out it's there. Uh, we're going to, you know, but we, but this is a perfect example. We, I just want to say, we've never had a Spider-Man on the podcast before. So this is kind of an honor. So Ooh. I wanted to get into your brain I'm about being a Spider-Man. Um <laughs> It's the best. It's the best. <laughs> uh, so I want to ask you, you know, Spider-Man 2, it released this year on October 20th. How long ago did you start recording the game? And how long of a process did it take? I, you know, it's a really long process. And, and most, you know, my contribution to that is small compared to the, you know, the, the, the everything of it. Um, but we, we started working on it three years ago. And by that, I mean, I started working on it three years ago which means that, you know, all the rest of the developers probably started, uh, you know, way before that. And the writers probably had already even started sketching things out while we were working on the first Spider-Man game. Yeah, there was, a Miles, there was a Miles Morales game in yeah. between, but my contribution to, contribution to that was small because it was really a Miles game. Yeah, I would imagine that they were probably like reacting to the first game in real time. And uh, were there any... Um, were there any like messages to you like, oh, Yuri, we're going to do this in the second game. We're going to do this in the second game. We're already thinking about this because we can see how fans are reacting to it in Miles or even the first version. Well, there were there were definitely things that uh, that came up. It, it wasn't like they said, hey, we know exactly what we're going to do for the next game or or even guess what? We get to do a next game because you never know. It was the first game, you know, the first Spider-Man game from Insomniac. And if it had tanked we would not have gotten a second game, uh, but, you know, but it did well and we got it. But, but of course, you know, being the smart people that in, in the insomniacs are, they, 
they, they had a plan in case it went forward. So things would come up. And obviously, in that first game, we were setting up Miles, you know, as, as a Spider-Man himself. And, you know, set, setting up, uh, you know, relationships and, and other things as well. Uh, but, and I think they probably had an idea, but I'm, I'm sure it's changed many, many times between when they first started having ideas for the second game to when they first landed on this is the script. And then it changed even more. You know, certain things you, you you try and it doesn't work or it's too much or they don't have time for, you know, all the genius that they want to do and, and they have to cut it back. I mean, you know, you know it's all yes. in editing, right? It is, it is. And, you know, I remember a, a story once that the late great Kevin Conroy told me about recording the Arkham games for Batman. Yeah. And I remember him saying that it was the biggest script he had ever received because it was all the different variations of every piece of dialogue right. and all the um uh, do they have a proper term to that like the random bits for like how spider-man gets punched or how he interacts with the world i think that's emergent dialogue emergent dialogue yes yeah. uh so how thick are the scripts for these spider-man games well when we did we did uh and not every i would argue that most games don't do this um but maybe it's because we had, um, you know, some Sony money uh, after the first game. Um, we did a, like a, a table read of the script for the second game. Before, oh, wow. Yeah, bef before we started. Uh, not every actor in the game was there. But, you know, a lot of the, the mains were there and people who could make it, you know, because of their schedule and everything. So we actually got to sit around and it was still, you know, we were still under, you know, playing under pandemic rules. And so we... We got we got in the the performance capture stage, which is this big volume, this big room, mm -hmm. and they 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 put the seats you know around so nobody was you know everybody was sort of you know distanced, but we were all in this giant circle, and we we read that first script. Now, it was just the story script, mm -hmm. so you know it was it's essentially what you end up seeing in cinematics. It it wasn't all the emergent dialogue, all of the the little side quests, all of that, but it was the main story, um, and that was. You know, that was the the size of a, a feature film script. And that's without all the other stuff, without side quests, without, you know, tutorials, without, you know, emergent dialogue, you know, any of that stuff. So um, I never get, like, I never get, like, the whole script. It always comes to me in pieces. Like, here's what we're doing today. Here's what we're doing tomorrow. Um, so I never get, like, a stack. Like, I'm I'm impressed. Uh, you know, they, they must, uh, uh, they, they, they must have really loved uh, Kevin to give him that that, that whole script. <laughs> like I'm I said, sure he was recording for 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 a long time. Oh, he said it. He said he recorded for a year on yeah. on just one of those games. So yeah. I can't imagine how long you were recording too. So yeah, it was uh, it was it was a bit, and it wasn't. You know, when when I say I worked on it for three years, a lot of people picture in their heads you went into work every day for three mm -hmm. years, which is absolutely not the case. Like in in the very beginning, I was you know going in, you know once every few weeks or you know a couple days a week and then we were off for several weeks and they would be doing stuff on their end and they would just need more stuff from me eventually and then there was a part of the process where we were recording a lot more often a lot more frequently and and uh you know right near the end but you know mm. of my contribution you know we were doing a lot because they were trying to cram it all in in time uh but but yeah three three years wow now, going back to the first Spider-Man game, you know, you probably got an awesome phone call or an email asking you to audition for this role. And so I want to ask you, what do you, what was your process in terms of creating your Peter Parker and your Spider-Man? Now, you voiced a character in a Spider-Man show before, but this was sure. your first time voicing Spider-Man, I believe. 
Uh, you know, I I had vo- I had voiced Spider Man in some smaller games in oh, okay. uh, in an iOS game, a Marvel pinball uh, game, uh, not an actual. <laughs> Your pinball Marvel machine. pinball Spider Man. I love. I, it. I mean, I mean, not an actual pinball <laughs> machine. That would have been way too cool. Uh, but you know, for for yeah. you know for uh, for PC, and um, and then I had I had played him once. I think also in uh, Superhero Squad, uh, Marvel Superhero Squad oh, yeah. online. Um, but it was you know it was little. Little things here, not on the scale that then, you know, Insomniac did. But, you know, I, you know, a lot of people ask if I modeled him off of like a Spider-Man that inspired me growing up uh, because there have been uh, many and I have, you know, been a comic book nerd and, you know, a movie nerd and, a, you know, a gaming nerd for, for a long time. Less of a gaming nerd these days, uh, just because I just don't have the time. <laughs> but, um, but I, I think going into it, it was less about, I mean, obviously it would be disingenuous for me to say, uh, I was unaffected by any Spider-Man who came before me, but I know they're all in me. Um, but I, di- I didn't focus on one and I just sort of said, hey, they're bringing me in for a reason. Hopefully it's, you know, something that, that I bring naturally. I'll do what I do. I'll take their direction, whatever their direction is. And together, hopefully we'll find it. And thankfully <laughs> we did because that was a process as well. Uh, in fact, they had already, as I understand it, they had already cast somebody originally and it didn't work out. So they went back to the drawing board um, and it, uh, they brought a bunch of, you know, a bunch of people in. Mm-hmm. And at first I wasn't even consideration because I had done Insomniac's last game. I had been the player character in their last game, Sunset Overdrive. It's a very, you know, different character. Mm-hmm. And a lot of the people up top said, yeah, well, he was just in the last game and that's a very different character this is we we need we need peter parker we need spider-man and luckily i had some some you know champions over at insomniac they said look we really think he can do it um we think he's right for it please just include him on the on the list of people and you know the audition process just kept getting narrower and narrower and narrower um and and then finally you know thankfully it was it was me it was it was a lot of talented people a lot of my friends a lot of people i look up to a lot of people who could have also done amazing, um, you know, and for, for whatever reason, they, they, they saw something or heard something or, um, you know, maybe it was a combination of seeing and hearing something because they knew they had to, they wanted to hire an actor who would be able to do the, you know, the voice sessions, but also performance capture sessions where we basically do it like a play or, you know, shoot it like a movie and all, you know, the actors in the scene are right there and we're, we're, we're playing it out like a scene. So. Do you find know. like do you find that you prefer um, voiceover roles where you get the chance to do that because you actually do get to have, physicalize the character in a lot of ways? I do like that. I, I do very much like is that. It, is I, that rare, by the way? I, is it or is that is, yeah. it doesn't is it or is it very common nowadays? It's it's becoming more common, especially okay. in video games. Uh, back in the day, they wouldn't even consider you. They what they would do is they would hire you for the the voice acting, and then they would hire you know a stunt person or a movement person just to do that part of the performance um and they realized you know at a a certain point that maybe they could get people who do both you know i think nolan north was probably you know among the first people where they were like oh wait a minute Mm -hmm. um you know these uncharted games are great and he's doing both the things maybe we could so so I, i do notice more auditions these days where where they say hey we would like to find somebody who can do both it won't always be the likeness of the person. Like, for example, um, as I understand, they tried 
de-aging my face for Spider-Man and it didn't quite work out. And so then they, <laughs> they hired, you know, a, a, somebody to model the face for mm-hmm. And then they changed that going into the second game for just to get better animation because they didn't realize how the animation would be affected by, you know, the, the different structures of, of your face. So my, the, the, the guy that they, they hired for the, for the model in the first game had a great look. Um, but they found as they were going forward that when they when I was capturing my performance and they were mapping it to his face, he had a very different facial structure and it the, the animation was not as good. And so they were looking to make it better. And so they had to do that. But, you know, that's that's a, that's a whole fiasco. Don't uh, don't don't open that can of worms. Uh, I'm just I'm behind well, whatever's going to make the animation better. <laughs> well, speaking of like, you know, sort of slimy things like worms, uh, yeah. you have said in a lot of interviews that plain dark peter parker or symbiote peter parker left you exhausted and you were very tired after this process so i want to talk about okay one yuri were you just like clenching so hard during all these voice recordings like what what i feel bad i I, one are you healthy and okay and two (laughs) i made it through what were you doing during these sessions that you were just like so emotionally and physically exhausted I, you know, I think part of it, I mean, part of it is a, is a, is a physical thing. We really physicalize, even when we're doing just the voiceover records, mm-hmm. um, the voice acting records, we, there's a lot of physicalization that happens and they mic us differently for this game. And probably a lot of games now where instead of having you stand just in front of a mic, that's on a stand like, like this right here, you know, you have to be mm-hmm. close. Uh, they they put a cap on and a little a little mic up here or two mics up here. Oh, similar to like Broadway. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Um, uh, and so you so you can move around and you don't have to uh, worry so much about that, which is great. It gives us a good you know physical feel. They already wanted you know different kinds of reads for you know different kinds of action within the game, uh, so that they could trigger you know a, a calm one if you're just sort of perched you know watching what's mm-hmm. going on down there or um, or if you're you know full-on swinging they wanted to hear that you know in your body so so i mean that's that's a physical part of the thing and then of course you get the the symbiote and there's a lot of uh there's a lot of intensity and and aggression and agony at some times so that's you know vocally stressful uh for sure but above and beyond all that which i which i you know i i knew was coming i was taken you know i was surprised by how just pushing your friendly neighborhood spider-man into a very unfriendly place how psychologically like you know not taxing didn't you know i didn't go crazy i'd have trouble you know letting go of the character i'm not a method actor yeah but just i'd just be just exhausted at the end of the day in a way that i'm that i'm not used to i'm used to having to scream and do all this stuff for for you know video games because there's a lot of action in video games, but I was just surprised at how hard it was to make Peter selfish and unlikable and mm-hmm. violent because he is so not that. And I'd gotten into a very comfortable place, you know, dare I say easy place with Peter because, you know, he and I are similar on, you know, many levels. I'm certainly not as smart as he is, but I'm, you know, I'm generally, you know, you know, friendly guy. So, so it was, it was difficult. And I, I, I you know, I credit the, uh, the uh, performance director Chris Zimmerman as well a lot for for keeping us on task, letting me know when I was being too nice, not nice enough, you know, 
where we were on sort of the arc of oh so there was you guys sort of had control. a peter scale of like oh this is too mean for peter this is like <laughs> right, this is right exactly. for peter bring it back yeah. to an eight <laughs> right exactly or where are we on the timeline of yeah did he, did he, you know he just got the symbiote versus the symbiote's been corrupting him for mm. you know the last several days or whatever lucky land casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky lucky in line at the deli i guess aha in my dentist's office more than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, guys. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out out there i can tell you about my favorite place to have fun chumba casino they have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week you can play for free anytime anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses so join me in the fun sign up now at chumbacasino.com no purchase necessary btw void were prohibited by law see terms and conditions 18 plus now there's also another interesting thing in uh marvel spider-man 2 where you have now worked well, you've worked with your wife before, but your yeah. wife, Tara Platt, voices Captain Yuri Watanabe in this game. I, I know. And, it's so weird. <laughs> which is so funny. But I also want to ask, like, what is it like working with your wife, who is also uh, uh, just a, a, you know, A-plus class-level voice actor um, in this game? And, and, and have you found over the, over the years of you guys, you know, being together and also working together. How has your, is your working relationship, do you guys have a shorthand now? I mean, how was this recording with your wife? I mean, I think we definitely have a shorthand and, and you definitely get some chemistry uh, that that is like natural chemistry that we didn't have to sort of, that wasn't in the mm -hmm. writing and we didn't have to find. Um, uh, that, that, you know, whether or not it belongs there, I think it's, it's definitely fun, especially if you know us. Uh, and it's, yeah, we've worked together for a long time, we don't get to work on everything together, obviously, mm -hmm. but it always is super fun when we get to do that, when we get to share something like that. You might know something about working with, with talent Yes, there's a, there's a little bit I want, a reason I brought that question up. Yes, yeah, as a person yeah, who also I, yeah, records I, with I, their wife. <laughs> well, I, yeah, I would, I would love to open up this question to you as well, because I could always, you know, learn better skills. Um, but yeah, it's been, uh, it's been, it's been super fun. Well, this is funny because you guys also, you two have both written a great book called Voiceover right. Voice Actor. Uh, I own a copy of this book. I think it's fantastic. Um, and I, because you know, you have a long voiceover career, you know, if we have any listeners that are younger VO artists or artists that want to get into this industry, is there a tip or trick that you do to get yourself ready to record that you think many younger VO artists may not know or appreciate? I don't, you know, let's see. I would say if they give you the script and they don't always give you the script, in advance, I know that sounds like crazy talk, uh, but sometimes you don't get the script until, mm -hmm. until you know, uh, you know, you're there on the day. But if you have the script at all, just read it and read it and read it and read it. You don't, you know, it's unless you're, you know, showing up for a performance capture that day, in which you have to be off book and you know memorize your lines like you would if you were doing a play or a movie. Uh, you know, for voice acting, you don't have to learn your lines, but it does help 
to wrap your brain around the words, you know, read it out loud as much as you possibly can. And just the settings, you know, just, just everything that's going on, the relationships, all the, the information in the script, you don't even have to like think about it too hard. Just read it and read it and read it and your brain will start to put things together and it will show up in, you know, when you, when you're, when you're reading that day or when you're, you know, when you're performing that day, um, your brain will start to make connections and it'll be more organic. And just the more, you know, the more opportunity you have to go over the script, um, I say, use that because, because uh, a lot of people, they get the script and they don't look at it until, and then, then they have to work it out with the director. And, you know, there's a lot of stuff going on and, you know, they need to move on this stuff pretty quickly. And, um, they don't have time to, you know, hold your hand. So, so familiarize yourself with the script, uh, which hopefully should already be part of your uh, process. But just in case it's not um, <laughs> that, and get get a good night's sleep um, and hydrate the day before, as opposed to waiting to the day of. The day morning, yes. Water and reading—that's always a yes. uh, solid advice. Uh, even though we fought it all throughout our childhoods, <laughs> it's, you know, it's very similar. <laughs> we're just like we're just plants. We just need to read. We need some sunlight and some water. That's all and, we need. And, and read, right? Exactly. <laughs> um, now, is there a story? Because I, Yuri, I. Look, I'm going to say I have no doubt that there's going to be a Marvel Spider-Man three unless it seems to be selling well enough to get us all a Marvel Spider-Man three. That's what I was going to say. Unless, unless the apocalypse happens in the next two years, I kind of think we're going to get a Spider-Man three. And are there any juicy bits from the comic books or any storylines that you are just like, oh, I would love to have that in Spider-Man three. I would love to voice that. You know, I mean, Spider-Man has such a rich history. It would it's. You know, it's. I think it's going to be more a matter of them going. Uh, what do we? What do we want to land? With? You know, with all this, you know, rich stuff. What are we going to decide on? And they have not shared that with me as of yet. But and this may seem like a, like a, you know, like a, like a petty, silly little thing. But one of the things that I've loved in reading Spider-Man in recent years, and I had, I had sort of stopped reading Spider-Man for for a while. You know, a lot of sort of those more recent. And by, by recent, you know, like the last, you know, 15, 20 years in comics, uh, as, as still some of it is new to me. Mm. Uh, but one of the things that as I was getting back into reading Spider-Man when we were working on the first game is I, I love the relationship between Spider-Man and Deadpool. Like it is so, it, there's something so beautiful and weird about it. Um, and I just love it. And I mean, I've, I've been pushing for it. I, I, there's, no, there's no guarantee that they'll ever listen to me. They don't, they don't always do that. But I'd love to get, I'd love to get Deadpool in this next game. I don't know. Uh, and I assume to also get your, your good buddy a paycheck, Nolan North there. Right? That's so true. Come, come That's in, true. He's, he's kind of the comic book he's, cartoon dead, Deadpool. Yeah, 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 pretty much. Wow. So, I mean, I'd, I'd love to see that relationship. <laughs> See everyone, this is how this is how you know Yuri is a good guy because when you ask him what you can get in the next Spider-Man game, he says a paycheck for my friend. <laughs> but also that storyline would be really great. But <laughs> yeah. Yeah. um so I, this is just a personal question for me. Yeah. Is it is it weird for you to sit down and play a Spider-Man game where it's your voice coming out of Spider-Man or do you just play this game on mute? No, it is a little weird, um, and I'm very critical of my performance, in, you know, in in everything that I do. So, so it's hard not for me to go, oh, I, oh, I could have done better there, you know. Oh, whatever. so you 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 are judgmental about it. So oh, I'm judgmental myself. Mm. I, I pick myself apart, but 
Gary, you did a great <laughs> and, job. Just well, letting you know. Thank All right, thank, thank you. you. Uh, famously, I I when when the first game came out, I like three percented it and walked away. Um, but <laughs> but I have a seven year old son now. Okay, and he wanted to play it, and so we started playing the first game not that long ago, and we're like halfway through the game together. We just sort of wow. hand off the controller. Is and... he better at the game than you? Be honest. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. Oh without yeah. a doubt. Uh, but, but it has been really fun. And now people are like, well, have you, have you played the, the, you know, Spider-Man two yet? And I was like, I was gonna, you know, like day one, but we had just started the first game and I felt, you know, you I can't give do. them spoilers. Yeah. We got it. I got it. Got it. Got to finish the first game. I don't know that I'll have them do all the DLC, um, or the miles game. No, no, no shade to miles. Um, but I, but I really do want to get to the second game. So, but we're going to play through the first game. We're going to finish that. And then we're going to jump into it too. Cause he, and, and he's the kind of, he's the kind of kid who's like, dad, give me all the spoilers. <laughs> like, Oh, yeah, I don't okay. want to. he's like, I want to know everything. Just tell give me, me the dad. I'm like, okay. So. <laughs> it's all about the experience for him. Not the story. I understand. Oh, wow. right. Uh, so this would not be an episode of geek history lesson unless I asked you a Superman question. So uh, what for you as a person who's voiced the mor- morally pure Superman mm-hmm. and the morally pure Spider-Man, for you, when you're voicing these characters, how do you voice them differently? Now, they are different people, but they are like so similar in their heart of hearts. Yeah, um, that's true. And I've never really sort of, you know, lined them up like that, even though you're right. It does occur. You know, it is not lost on me that uh, that I end up playing these, you know, just sort of good hearted characters. I think they have. They have different neuroses. You know, Spider-Man is just, you know, riddled with, uh, with, with all sorts of, uh, you know, I guess more, you know, more guilt than, than Superman, but you know, Superman also, you know, is the, the last, you know, is, you know, the, the lone survivor from, you know, a dying planet. I'm sure he's got, he's got that guilt as well. I think it's tough because they both want to save everyone and they can't, nobody can. But Superman might be able to get closer. <laughs> like, I mean, you know, his powers are so vast mm-hmm. um, that yeah, I don't know. That's uh, that is that is tough. And I and I would have to go back and sort of like like watch Legion of Superheroes and then sort of also also watch this game. I mean, they were different ages, uh, uh, so I'm sure they've got you know different different you know. I mean, this could uh, be the episode to announce your uh, Legion of Superheroes rewatch podcast, Yuri. Just throwing oh. out there. Don't tempt me. I love that show. With a <laughs> hey, I'm throwing my hat out in the still. ring. If you, if you want, if you want to co-host, I'm here. <laughs> oh, I, you know, we may, we might have to do that because I have always loved it. My son and I still, like, he still asks to, like, we've seen all the episodes many mm-hmm. times. He still sometimes be like, Hey, hey dad, can we watch Legion today? I'm like, and I'm, and I always say yes. Yeah. 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 A series that was definitely ended before it's due. Uh, it was, it came at a weird time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, if, if it came out today, I think we'd get, well, we'd get exactly what the streaming services uh, have agreed is the exact number of correct number of uh, seasons, which is free. Well, yes, but that's exactly. one more season than we did get. So that's right. So there's more. Uh, now you voiced uh, characters all over fandom. You know, very a lot of franchises. Is there a franchise out there or a property that you have not voiced in that you really, really want to? I want you to shoot your shot, Yuri, because for me, I'm throwing. I'm going to throw one out there. I'm going to pitch you one right now. Okay. I would love to hear you as the doctor in an animated Doctor Who show. 
you've either done your research or I wear it you know, on my sleeve. Do I have like Dr. Stephanie? Oh no, I see. I was just random. I was like, oh, let's make a brand new doctor. And that's Yuri. Oh my God. I, I have, I've been a Doctor Who fan since high school and I'm old. I'm older than you. I'm, I'm looking at, I'm, I'm like, <laughs> not just you, Jason, but whoever's listening to this or watching yes. <laughs> this, I'm, 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 I'm going to venture to say that I'm older than you too. Sure. Um, so yeah, I was going to Doctor Who conventions like since like high school. I have all the, 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 like the, I have like everybody except for William Hartnell. I have everybody through Sylvester McCoy. I have all their autographs. I, oh wow! I met them all at you know conventions when I was a kid. Um, I have always the number four is my doctor. Tom Baker is is my doctor with you know David Tennant probably it's a great second, choice. You know, close second because David Tennant. And if you and if you haven't watched uh, Good Omens season two, uh, do yourself a favor. It's uh, it's you know David Tennant and uh, um, Michael Sheen, and they're just glorious together. But uh yes jason i would love to do <laughs> that and there is a doctor who fan film out there uh oh i uh called uh uh about last night i think okay uh where where i play a version of the doctor that we sort of came up with um and and tara plays my companion and uh it was a glorious um i, I got a chance to to goof off like, like, you know, like, like the doctor, but anyway, so, so good on you. That, that's, that, that would be one. I'm also a huge fan of sort of the, the extended Hellboy universe, the, the BPRD. Yeah. Um, and I don't think they've gotten the show that they deserve yet. I agree with that. And I think it would be really cool. Um, and I've always wanted to do something in that zone, but, but my, like my, you know, my nerdery, it like is is so old and like so like it's it's it goes into so many different directions that there will never be like a oh i think i'm done there's nothing i've done everything i want to do um so yeah yeah i i, I love genre stuff i'm you know big horror buff and fantasy and you know grew up playing dungeons and dragons so and yuri lowenthal's hellraiser i hear that's sort of the yeah right here. i'm okay. big big clive barker big clive barker guy oh, yeah. okay or yuri um, lowenthal's reanimator Right. Yeah. I got to work with Stuart Gordon once. Oh, I wow. I did a play that he directed. Yes. Um, Stuart was the best. Um, but uh, as, here's here's a plug for, for my friend Joe Lynch. He just did. He just directed a Lovecraft inspired uh, film called Suitable Flesh. It's in theaters right now. Um, and uh, it's sort of by all accounts, it's like a, a lost Stuart Gordon film. So go get oh, it. Wow. Uh, so to bring this back to Spider-Man, final question. And I've, I've taken yeah. way too much of your time, but. Is there an Easter egg, a line, a moment in Marvel Spider-Man 2 that you absolutely love? That you were like, when you read that in the script, you're like, this is chef's kiss. But you haven't noticed a lot of people online talking about it. I got I to gotta go to the Wayback Machine. Because it feels like the way back. Um, you know, we did so much stuff that I'm sure in the moment, I'm like, I cannot wait for people to get to this part. And then I promptly forgot about it. <laughs> um, I will say that I can't wait to play the Coney Island segment. Of mm. the, like, I just want to go and hang out in Coney Island. Uh, and I will say, and, and people have brought this up recently. Um, there, was a, there was a joke, there was a, a quip in there 
about, uh, I didn't know there were bears in these woods. He said, look, before we start this, he's about to, you know, one of Craven's hunters is about to fight mm-hmm. him. He's this giant bear, you know, bear looking guy with a bear skin wearing, a, you know, all this stuff. He said, um, before, before, we, before we start this, I just have to let you know something. I'm fresh out of honey. And I remember when I whispered that line, I'm like, you know, that's, that's funny. I hope people get, people seem to be enjoying that. that I, I have seen that memeified several yes. times. So yeah, good. Uh, that's a great uh, and, answer. And I'm sure there are plenty more in there and I'm just not, uh, uh, I'm just not, uh, not, not thinking of it. So, so, I mean, one of the things they do is they load insomniac loads these games up with little moments mm-hmm. that add up to those, you know, huge climactic moments. So, you know, I, I'm sure I'm sure they'll they'll start coming out, and hopefully, and also I don't know what makes it in. You know, sometimes we'll record mm-hmm. something or I'll you know ad lib something, and I'll just assume it's not going to make it in, and sometimes it does, or sometimes I'm like that was so funny, and I'm sure as soon as I said it, you know, they 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 came off the mic and they're like, yeah, burn Yuri's last take, but we're going to smile at him through the glass and. You know. <laughs> The real truth of being a voiceover artist. Well, Yuri, I am uh, so happy for your success. Um, Thank you. It's so funny. I remember, and I don't know how I missed this, but I remember playing Spider-Man 1, and I started playing the game, and I kept saying to myself, this Spider-Man sounds so familiar to me, and I could not place it. And then I remember Googling, and I was like, this Spider-Man is really good. And I remember Googling it, finding out it was you, and then immediately sending you a message and being like, how did I not know you were Spider-Man? Yeah, yeah I know. We've known each other a long time. <laughs> so I'm so happy that you are like now like considered you are part of the Spider-Verse. You are one of these legendary Spider-Man. I'm so happy for the success and the game. And I, I hope I hope they make 10 of these. I really, I hope there's a whole franchise. Me too. Uh, where can people find you online if they want to uh, check out your awesome book or follow you on social media in between their bouts of playing Spider-Man 2? You can, you can find me on the social platforms, usually at Yuri Lowenthal. I'm, I'm, I'm that way. I'm, I'm bad on social media, but I, but I try. I've still curated a, a really uh, a loving group of people that, that you know, is, 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 is fighting, fighting against what, you know, the, the hellscape that Twitter has become. And the, the only reason I'm still there is because the, sort of the people, you know, the community that, that I've helped curate is uh, still lovely. Um, but so I'm, I'm still there, Instagram um, and uh, Blue Sky. If Blue Sky becomes anything, uh, you'll probably be able to find me there, too. Awesome. Well, thanks again for joining us, Yuri. You bet. Thank you, Jason. And all the listeners out there, thank you for joining us for this bonus episode about Spider-Man 2 on Geek Hush Lesson. I'm Jason Inman, and class is now dismissed.